First and Goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson is live 1 to 8 p.m. every Sunday throughout the season. The NFL is on. Tune in. Now it's time for the First and Goal playing with science check down. We are pleased to be joined by the broadcast Troika from that program. It's Gary O'Reilly, Chuck Nice, and Eric Goff, who's a physics professor at Lynchburg College in Virginia. With a reminder, you can catch every new episode of Playing With Science and the entire Star Talk lineup one week early, only on TuneIn. Chuck, give us an overview of the program. Hey guys, first of all, thanks for having us on. And uh, before I even tell you guys who are listening what Playing With Science is about, let me first offer thoughts and prayers to everybody in Green Bay for your loss because as a huge, diehard Eagles fan my entire life, I actually appreciate it, Green Bay, because they allowed our greatest defensive player to go there and get a ring, something he would never be able to do in Philadelphia. Um, but uh, Playing With Science is a sports and science mashup uh, podcast where we take iconic plays in sports, and it doesn't make a difference what the sport is, including uh, football, especially this time of year, and we break down the science, mostly physics, that's involved in that sport. Uh, and Gary, who is on the line, is uh, the other host of the show. Gary, what's happening, my friend? All good, Chuck. Hi, guys. Pleasure to be on board. Uh... And- and wow, Eric Goff, who is, as you said, professor at Lynchburg uh, College, is a, uh, a physicist, and he actually gives us some fascinating facts about the sports that we are um, talking about on the show. Eric, how are you, buddy? Doing great, Chuck. How are you and Gary? Yeah, doing well. So, uh, Brian and Nick, that's kind of an overview of the show, and we've had everybody from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to uh, uh, Santonio Holmes to uh, John Urschel. You, you, I mean, just so many great players. We've had uh, O.C. Yumanyura. We've had, like, these wonderful players come on, and oddly enough, it's really refreshing to see so many professional athletes that are into science, and there's so much science that is involved in in sports that, you know, we think we got a really unique and, um, and fun show to listen to. All right, tremendous overview. And, Chuck, I got the Reggie White illusion. Well played there. <laughs> I got into broadcasting because I was told there'd be no math involved. Fellas, take us through the science. Oh, man, it was such a great play. And uh, I don't know, Eric, why don't you uh, go ahead and break down the play? But before we do that, let me just ask uh, Nick. Are, are you there, buddy? I'm here. Okay, as a former safety the tackling on this play had to make you vomit. Well, well yes, it did, and, and that's why I'm glad that we're talking to you guys because Golden Tate has done things like this before as a member of the Detroit Lions and the Seattle Seahawks. So I kind of defer back to you guys watching the defenders bounce off of Golden Tate. I mean, what kind of sports science is involved with the spin move, the rotation, and the stiff arm? First of all, guys, the Saints defense is invisible. This is a new trick. <laughs> Absolutely brand new off-the-shelf new trick. Professor, all yours, my friend. So Stafford's going to go back, and he's going to throw this ball at about 54 miles an hour. It's going to hit Tate, and he's going to be down on the right sideline. He's got a defender on him. Looks like uh, Ken Crawley for the uh, Saints is on him. And what Tate does that's uh, absolutely uh, great on a physics viewpoint. He's low to the ground. He's only about 5'10 anyway, but he's got his feet apart. He's got a low center of gravity, 
and Crawley comes in way too high for the tackle, and you'll notice that uh, when you watch the play that Tate will move uh, away from the end zone a little bit, and then he turns around. He's going to start running down the, the right sideline. He gets up to a speed of about 15 miles an hour down the sideline, and he's got a couple of safeties coming at him. He's got rookie Marcus Williams coming at him, and he's got Raphael Bush coming at him. And Bush actually got screened by Williams on the play, and Williams had the best angle. But unfortunately, he let uh, Tate run right by him. <laughs> so then it was down to Bush to, uh, to chase down Tate, and about the 15-yard line, you're going to see Bush catching Tate. But again, he's too high. And uh, Nick will be able to tell you, you're not going to come in that high on a, on a wide receiver and make a good tackle. He's coming in too high, and Tate makes a great rotation at that point uh, to get away from the tackle. And the next thing he's going to do is go upside down into the end zone. And, Professor, how about the physics of that flip? The Ukrainian judge gave him a 9-8 as he stuck the landing. <laughs> well, that's pretty good for a Ukrainian judge. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that's a fantastic leap that he did into the end zone. He, he took off um, just a few yards outside the end zone at about 14 miles an hour. Uh, he launched at nearly 30 degrees. Uh, he crossed the end zone, the end, the plane of the end zone, upside down. He was going about 12 miles an hour at that point. Um, and his rotation rate uh, was about uh, 60 RPMs. So he was So just to uh, give us a, an idea <laughs> of that rotation rate, what like uh, compare that to maybe like uh, a high diver. When you see as many times as they are flipping, like they normally get about two or three uh, before they hit the water. What, how does that compare to something like that? Yeah, the the diver in a in a nice tuck ball position has about three rotations in a second and a half, so that's about twice what Tate's rotational speed was. Um, I also like looking at an ice skater when when she gets to her final spin. That's about three uh, times Tate's rotational speed. So that's an overview hey, of what's coming professor. up. Yeah, say Gary, you want to finish your thought there? I'll get out of the way. Oh no no, what happens if Golden Tate does this in space? Does he stop spinning? I missed Gary's comment. I missed it. I missed it completely, Gary. I'm sorry. Okay. What happens in space if Golden Tate does this forward flip? Does he ever stop spinning? Oh, he certainly stops spinning. If you were in space, Eric, he did about three quarter rotation uh, into the end zone. And and what would that look like? And exactly how long would that last, even though I know? So I think we have the sense of what's the sound of one hand clapping as well? (laughs) Fellas, thank you for the overview. A reminder, you can catch every new episode of Playing With Science, the entire Star Talk lineup, one week early only on TuneIn. Guys, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thank you for the visit. Thank you, guys. Pleasure. Thank you. The NFL is on TuneIn. First and goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson. Hear every score as it happens live every Sunday throughout the season from 1 to 8 p.m. Eastern.